0: Yo. bring it back here's what you've missed on the bright side we have Dr. Bhavesh Dorshi here who's the uh, senior consultant gastroenterologist at Glen Eagles Hospital um, who is going to talk to us about all things tummy related and it's more than that I'm just keeping it yes. uh, in layman terms he's going to tell us more about gastroenterology um, and we want you guys to also contribute if That's you have any questions. right.
1: You can chime in with your questions because I'm very sure, you know, the doctor is in. Give us your questions, share with us your comments, and it might just win you a 3 hours art jamming workshop for two. This is worth $110 from Sims Galleria. So welcome to the studio. Let's start us off. Well. Tell us a little bit maybe about yourself.
2: Okay. Uh, well, first of all, thank you very much for having me on the Our show. Pleasure. It's uh, It's a real joy to be here. Um Well, my name's Babesh, as you've heard. Um, I'm a gastroenterologist. I've been in uh, uh, private practice for just less than a year. Okay. And before that, I used to be in National University Hospital uh, as a senior consultant gastroenterologist. Yes. And, um, uh, yeah, I've decided to take the leap and and move into private practice. And uh, I felt like our... Information uh, that we that we sort of put out there for our public uh, needs to be slightly um, strengthened and, okay. and, and we probably need to discuss a few things uh, to educate and and um, uh, help our audiences sort of uh, understand really perfect and this is a yeah. great platform to do that yeah. yes. yes so
0: to that end, dr. Yeah. can you tell us what exactly is gastroenterology in in the simplest of layman terms because people think gastro they think immediately stomach only is is it more than that
2: Uh, it is it is so it's it's technically it's gastroenterology and hepatology okay Uh, and that involves the care of um, anywhere between um, the mouth and uh, to the back passage Um, so that involves the stomach the colon the small intestine the esophagus the pancreas, the liver—that's
1: a um, lot.
2: That's, yes. that's a lot. Yeah, lots of uh, major organs in the abdomen. Actually.
1: I just want yeah. to say thank you on behalf of everyone tuning <laughs> yeah. in and myself for taking such big care of such a huge. That's a, like, a
0: lot of area. More there. than fifty yeah. percent
1: yeah. of the body. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So, what are some of the the most common uh, gastrointestinal problems that that you encounter?
2: Yeah so look um I think the commonest that we see is something called dyspepsia which is just acid related symptoms right that, um easiest way to describe it is just indigestion yeah uh, so that's probably uh, as a specialist that's what we we would see mm. I think uh, in primary care it might be slightly different so in primary care you might potentially see gastroenteritis uh, you know diarrhea and those sort of uh, mm. uh symptoms that uh, are not that uncommon Uh, So slightly different from what the uh, GP sees. It's just
1: known as acid reflux, right? Yeah, that's right. We're going to jump onto Facebook Live right now. Join us at facebook.com slash 1FM913. I'm going to speak a little bit more about this acid reflux. It's so common. Mm -hmm. So join us then for all the conversation. And remember, chime on in with your questions. You can post it by commenting on our Facebook Live. We need to share this two things with everyone that we spoke on Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. Number one, uh, the myth about
0: yeah. gassy drinks uh when you have an unsettled stomach you're saying yeah so, try to avoid that actually yeah
2: so if you've got if you've got acid related symptoms yeah um uh you know upper part of your tummy burning sensation i would suggest you avoid uh, carbonated drinks because that Ooh. can make it potentially worse okay.
0: so you know all this while um yep. i actually i've We've all grown up being told, "Oh, have that to settle," and it just makes you feel better. And as you say, it's probably the 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 sugar rush rather than anything else.
2: It may not be such a bad thing in people who have uh, diarrhoea in terms of uh, rehydrating them. It's just fluids, right? Uh, But you know, there are better rehydration fluids. There's so much better rehydration electrolytes and stuff, right? That's right. Right. So, Ah. Coke is probably or or Pepsi is probably not the best, but. You know, each to their own. So I I guess uh, if it helps, then uh, go for it. Let's
1: just say that when I was young, I look forward to having a tummy upset so (laughs) that I can drink (laughs) some coffee. That was the
2: reason to have it, exactly.
1: (laughs) The other thing we discussed on Facebook Live is that whole need to begin your screening of your colon. When should that be, and why is it so important?
2: Right. So the official age is 50. So from the age of 50 onwards, uh, you can have a a screening colonoscopy. You can have a, there are many different ways of screening the colon. You can do a a fecal blood test, which detects whether you have blood in the colon or blood in the stools. Mm. Uh, And that's a good way as a a mass screening program. That's a very good way of Uh picking out patients that potentially might have problems in the colon doesn't necessarily mean that you have a problem if you have blood in the stools the most common cause is just hemorrhoids or mm-hmm. piles right uh, which are totally benign and then the relatively treatable, harmless right? yeah. treatable yeah. and harmless but it's good
1: to find out it's, it's good, good to, to know, know because
2: yeah. until you've had your scope you you would not know basically that is true sorry just to yeah. drop. so you are saying a fecal test yeah is is as good as having a colonoscopy no no a fecal test is the uh, the preliminary Ah, step before you have a colonoscopy okay but you don't necessarily need to have that you can go straight to a colonoscopy Um, I did that for myself and my family members so uh, just straight to a colonoscopy now a lot of people get scared yeah. when they hear colonoscopy. That's to, be, true. to be honest, I've had one yeah.
0: because my family had a history right. of colon cancer, and I had ah. one in my twenties. Right. Oh. I think just yeah. just to be safe, kind cool. of thing. Okay, um, I, I got to be honest, it, yeah. it wasn't the most pleasant experience yeah. I've ever had. Yeah, and I had yeah. it. I was spit roasted because I had the what? gastroscope yeah. <laughs> as well at the same time.
2: <laughs> not not at the oh, same time. No. Not at the same moment. Uh, but. but um, I had two—one going down my mouth, yeah. one going up my—but uh, it would have been done sequentially, so they right. would have done the top first, and okay. then and then yeah. turned the bed around and done it's the just. The I bottom. felt like yeah. you know I was being turned think, around, yeah, yeah. and <laughs> well, yeah, it wasn't. Sounds like it a like very that.
1: traumatic yeah. experience for him, <laughs> <laughs> even though it was maybe one after the other as, <laughs> yeah. as per procedure. Yeah. I think to him it felt like no. it probably felt.
0: But yeah. also, like, how <laughs> do we how do we um,
2: allay those concerns for people yeah. Who, yeah. about yeah. having a colonoscopy? Okay, so the great thing about having it done in Singapore, in any location, is that. It's done under full sedation. Yeah. Uh, So we we give sedation to all our patients. Uh, I've worked in countries where Mm. uh, endoscopy is done without sedation. No. Uh, Yep, yep. So, uh, and, and the top, uh, which is to me, um, you know, I, I would feel that it needs sedation. I've had two endoscopies from the top, two from the bottom, and for both of them, I've had sedation. So you, you, uh, you, went, to, you went to sleep before it all happened. You woke yeah, up, it's all done.
0: That's no right. recollection. That's right. Okay. And,
2: and the, the, the next thing you know when you wake up, you just want to have something to eat. Okay. And there's no residual, <laughs> yeah. residual pain or? No, about 10% of patients might have mild sore throat, okay. but just really mild, and it, it may last. For, uh, um, for one night and okay. then it settles down.
0: Okay, yeah.
2: okay. so that's important to know, I think, for everyone who's a bit worried. Indeed,
1: indeed yeah. so. Um, but you were mentioning that it's important to do it. Yeah. Why so?
2: So, uh, you know, it goes back to this precursor of um, cancers. Mm. Uh, we want to detect lesions before they require surgery, before okay. they require chemotherapy. If we can find a polyp and remove the polyp uh, before it becomes a cancer, It takes us five minutes maybe to remove it and that the job is done and the patient doesn't end up having years later, doesn't need to have surgery, doesn't need to have chemotherapy and all the pain and trouble that that brings along.
1: And cost as well, you know, and just how it really can affect your health with the recovery and all that. So it's really it's beneficial all in all. Yeah. go and get your colonoscopy done. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. are the ages again? Is your son in your late 40s or you said from yeah. 50
2: onwards? So look, if we're doing it as an official um, cancer screening program, then it's from the age of 50 onwards. Uh, unless you have a strong family history of yeah. colon cancer, okay. in which case you do it much younger. Okay. So you were right to get yours done right. earlier. But
0: should I, because yeah. that
2: was my 20s, I should probably go again? Yeah, if you have a strong family history, I mean, I okay. haven't asked you your age yet. Yeah. So I'm not far from 50, <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Oh, I'll well, cool. I'm, I'm, I'm just below 50. And I've had right. two sets of scopes myself. Okay, um, so I should. Um, so, Well,
1: I, should, I guess, you know. doctor, you're walking the talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're walking the talk, telling your patients. You have to, you have that to that
2: demonstrate it to your patients, right? That's you have to show right. it. Yeah. We're
1: yeah. going to jump onto Facebook Live, yeah. and uh, we've got some great questions about just that whole idea. What happens when you have a tummy ache? What should you look yeah. out for? When is it serious? When is yeah. it more mm. than just a tummy ache? Right. Find out and join us on facebookcom 1FM913. We asked you uh, what are some of these harmful myths and misconceptions about uh, GI or gastrointestinal problems. And you mentioned about disease gallbladder removal. So could you take us through that once again?
2: Yeah. So most people have healthy gallbladders. Mm. They have no issues with their gallbladder. Uh, Some patients may have stones in their gallbladder and they're absolutely fine. They don't need to have the gallbladder removed. There's a very small proportion of patients who have stones in the gallbladder where the gallbladder uh, gets into trouble with the stones. Mm. So either infection, yeah, uh, inflammation. Okay. Uh, rarely one of those stones drops out into the bile duct and causes a blockage of the bile duct because oh, the gallbladder is connected to the bile duct, bile duct yeah. which is... Coming from the liver. Sounds so painful. Yeah, yeah, that, that is extremely it is painful. painful. It is, oh. It is unfortunately. Okay. So in those circumstances, in that small group of patients, we would recommend that they have their gallbladders removed. Not everyone. Okay. And not everyone with a stone in the gallbladder needs to have, have their gallbladder removed. removed. It's just that small proportion of patients. Yeah. And, and uh, what I'd asked you earlier as well yeah. was, um, how does that affect, uh, say, diet and all that after uh, yeah. removal? Ah. So typically, patients tend to go on a low-fat diet. Because okay. they realize that uh, on a high fat diet Without their gallbladder They might not be able to digest all the fat in their diet sure. So they tend to naturally just go on to a, a, a healthier diet
1: Ah, as in, like it makes them feel uncomfortable when they go on a high-fat diet, or uh, what are the symptoms that we're seeing? Patients, some oh. patients who've had
2: their gallbladder removed okay. may find that they get a little bit more loose motions or, or softer motions okay. when they have uh, excessive fat in their diet. Right. So they tend to watch their diet and, and eat healthier, basically. So, oh, automatically. Automatically. so we do become yeah, healthier. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Ah. and spicier as well. Is that uh, no spicy foods generally? I mean, they might cause pain and discomfort, yeah. but it's more related to the acid in the stomach. Okay. Uh, okay. The spicy I food. I see. Yeah
1: but you're yeah. you're saying that it's a harmful myth that people yeah. believe in because yeah. they don't want to have the gallbladder removed absolutely. you said that on facebook yeah. live right absolutely. and actually yeah. it's okay to have it removed
2: yeah i mean there are plenty of people without their gallbladder mm. without their tonsils without their appendix, appendix who are doing yeah. absolutely fine oh, exactly that's true yeah. 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 So,
1: so basically the gallbladder like you were saying is yeah. just a reservoir it holds it's a reservoir. Yeah. but the stuff that it holds actually yeah. comes from the
2: uh, from the liver it's, ah. the, it's the bile juices that are produced by the liver and contained within the gallbladder I
1: yeah. should paid more attention in my biology class <laughs> but I learned now hmm.
2: so doctor before we let you go I mean let's let's talk
0: about some of the, the key takeaways yeah. from a gastroenterology yes. perspective.
2: Yeah. What would you advise people to do out there? Yeah. Okay, so I think we've covered most of the important things. Okay. Uh, I think if you develop symptoms, and uh, if they're persistent, they don't settle with medications, don't don't wait. Right, uh, get it looked at. Uh, okay. Go and see your doctor. Get your GP to to get you to refer referred to yeah. a specialist. Mm. Uh, get that checked out. Uh, there's lots of tests that we can do these days to to detect these symptoms. Okay. Um, with regards to colon and polyp and, and uh, what's called cancer surveillance uh, yep. or cancer screening, I think it's important to get that done because we're not necessarily just looking out for cancers. Mm. We're looking out for the precursor. And that takes a few minutes to treat. Yeah. And that prevents you or reduces your risk of getting cancers in the future for colon. Okay. I think think that's an important point, actually. And that's something, you know, the uptake is good in Singapore. It's pretty good. Right. Uh, It's comparable to the rest of the world. Okay. Uh, But we need to get out there and we need to highlight that to patients even more. It
1: needs to go up some more. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? yeah. 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 Absolutely. because 5 yeah. minutes of just removal compared yeah. to like yeah. you know years of yeah. like the chemo the yeah, surgery that's right. yeah that's right
2: the colonoscopy wow. itself takes maybe about if it's uh if you if we do take our time to do the colonoscopy yes. it's important that we spend a bit of sure. extra time because sure. we want to make sure that we miss we don't miss any polyps uh so the colonoscopy itself might take 20 minutes ah. uh, an additional 5 minutes to remove a polyp and that's it. That's and it. that saves well, you, as you said, surgery, yeah. chemotherapy, yeah. a lot of un- yeah. discomfort later yeah. on. I yeah.
1: just want to say that I've had some of my best naps under yeah.
0: GA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, <laughs> the yeah. Uh, that's the best sleep, and boy, did benefit. I need it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I woke up feeling refreshed. I'm like, hey, this <laughs> yeah, yeah. is great. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> so, doc, how how can people get in touch with you or, or find out more if, if they want to, you know, have yeah. a consultation or anything like that?
2: Yeah. Um, so we're on we're on Google. If you just Google gastro health. Um, We'll, we'll come up uh, gastro health uh, Singapore. will come up. Uh, okay. Dr. Doshi or Bhavesh. B h a v e s h. Yes, yep. that's right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We'll definitely share the details with you uh, on our web, on our uh, Instagram, as well as our Facebook Live. Thank but you. let's thank Dr. Doshi for joining us thank here you so on, much. on One FM. Thank F-FM. you very much, both
2: of you for having me this our morning. Our pleasure. The bright side
0: with Carol, Lavinia, and Shazad
2: every weekday morning, six to ten a.m. on One FM ninety-one point three.